Hey everyone, Chris here. Welcome to Until You Make It. Today's show is going to be a little bit different, and I wanted to start it out with a couple of announcements. And a thank you uh, to everyone who listens, everyone who watches. Mike and I have been uh, enjoying ourselves so much, talking to people in so many different industries, and we've been learning a lot too. It's been really just such a blast. And uh, so we just want to say thank you to everyone who listens. Today's show, we don't have a guest. Uh, It's just going to be me and Mike talking about all kinds of things, kind of a low-key casual show, but we have so many more guests lined up for future episodes, uh, including next month when we're going to be talking to our friend Kimmy out in California, who works in Pixar. So that is going to be a cool show. But until then, thank you so much, everyone, and I hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. Um, oh, do you have a water, by the way, that I could swig? Yes, yeah, so actually, we have, uh, we make our own fruit water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Today's water is blueberry, strawberry, and lemon. What do you mean today's water? Oh, it rotates. Automatically? No, well, I mean, we... Make, you rotate. <laughs> we rotate the water. So, welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> Mike is currently grabbing me a, a glass of homemade fruit water. Um, oh wow! You they have like a five gallon tub of it, of which it only like a little bit is left. How much water do you drink? Jesus! Um, we're in Mike and Jackie's brand new apartment. That's um, like a homemade this, what homemade pickle? They got all kinds of homemade things in the yeah. fridge. This fruit water is delicious. Thank you. What's in this? Fr- what fruit is in this? Uh, blueberry, strawberry, and lemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. It sounds right. Good. This is good. Um, just a reminder. Remember that mic got to get real close to it. Yes. Within an inch would be preferable. Oh, really? Preferable. Like yeah. up, right up in here. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, is, this might be an interesting thing to talk about, um, actually. Forgoing any traditional intro we have for the show. Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, this is what it's going to be like today. It's just going to be me and my lovely friend, Mr. Michael Yadvish. You know what? I need to get my own cup of water. Yeah, you so do. We can cheers glasses and we can match. Go ahead. You do that and right. I'll do the rest of the intro. Yeah, you, you got this, Chris. <laughs> well, there's not much more to tell. Um, we're in Mike and Jackie's brand new apartment. Jackie was... Uh, on uh, on last month's show, or no, two months ago now. Two months ago, she was on the show. Yeah, they just grabbed this uh, this new apartment not too far away from my uh, place. Actually, it's about uh, only a twelve minute drive or something like that, as opposed to um, opposed to like thirty five. So it's been it's really nice being close to you guys, man. This is, this is the first time I'm here, by the way. It makes it like that much easier to uh, look at you from your bedroom window. Yeah. <laughs> We can. We should get like little two way radios or something. I wonder. If, oh my god, it'd be so cool, right? I wonder if we could get like because they make they're like twenty mile. We're we're not even twenty miles away. We're oh god, we're like we're like I think we're as the crow flies about three. Yeah, it's probably three, four three or five maybe. Would that work? I don't know how that works. I'm not a scientist or an engineer, but I'm pretty sure it's within distance of a cup and a string. <laughs> I think it reaches. Yeah. I looked into this a while back because. When I, when I was a kid, I used to like really be into like walkie talkies because my parents had them. We would sometimes take separate cars to go on vacation to Long Beach Island. 
And we would be in two different cars, oh, and we would have two-way radios. So my dad would be on one, my mom would be oh, on the other. So cool. I, like, I would be with my dad, my sister would be with my mom. You know, just for like, I'm not, I don't know. Anyway, I really like, I just think they're so fun. And there's such a different way to communicate that's just like brings back the child in you. <laughs> yeah, that's such, that's such a cool idea because for years, uh, myself and my parents, my brother, we would take separate cars to go to Virginia. And we never did that. And I feel dumb for never doing that because that sounds like a great idea. Well, yeah. And we were always taking two cars. We drive right behind each other. Well, I don't really know what, the, did what the real purpose of it was other than it, just it was just cool. fun it's for just me. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. I, I mean, at least it's like it would have been fun for Eric because mm. he, he was a lot younger. He was a lot younger. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, anyway, what were we saying? Oh, just that that would be fun. How close we are. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so anyway, before that. I never really owned a microphone before, mm. and I was looking for something to use as a as a boom mic, but I didn't want to spend $1,000, right? And like I said, I've never really owned a microphone before, so I just kind of looked up what would be the best all-purpose kind of mic for recording and, uh, you know, either doing boom work or doing any, any kind of interview work or anything. Yeah. And I kind of started learning, like, how much I don't know about audio. <laughs> and then, you know, we started doing the podcast and slowly you learn how, how important uh, all, all of that stuff really is and to, to really learn. Um, so where was I going with this? I guess just the fact that, you know, I was telling you to get nice and up close on that microphone is because it's called a dynamic microphone. And basically they're just far, far less sensitive to vocals, which is really good because it's, uh, it's, it's singing. You, that's why they use them at concerts because they reject noise. They, they, oh, they reject the crowd noise. Mm-hmm. They, they reject everything behind back. you. That's why you have to be so close to it. I'm almost kissing the microphone right now. That's what. That's what these are. Yeah. Yeah. With the uh, with the SM58 that I had over there, you know, to um, to really get that uh, that vocal resonance. Uh, what do they call it? The uh, um, oh, the proximity effect. Okay. So to get that proximity effect where it, g- it gives you a, a kind of a bass boost, nice vocal resonance. It sounds good. For the SM58, you have to be within a quarter of an inch. Oh my God. A quarter of an inch to get that extra bit. And that's what it is, is kissing the mic, you know? And um, that's how you can sound so sexy. Yeah. So that's when, when you watch people on stages at concert, pay attention. They are right on that mic. And you know, they pull away they are. high notes. Yes. But most of the time you got to be right up on the mic. So that's you know, I never, yeah, I never knew that. I never actually questioned why don't you hear right the crowd? Huh. It's the kind of mic it's it is. Yeah. Now the one I'm using right now is is just a regular um, uh, a condenser mic, which is uh, far more sensitive. Well, I have a question for you. Then talk about microphones because I know you at work when you conduct interviews, you guys use a boom mic. Yeah, we haven't invested in that. Did you, before that, I'm assuming probably before you got the boom, you were just using lav mics on mm. your subjects. That's what we do. What, in your opinion, has been like the biggest like difference or like upgrade? Or why would you use the boom pole as opposed to just using a lav mic? I'm going to give you three reasons. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, I, see, I think, I think first is, is personal preference in a couple different ways. Okay. Um, well, so the story of why we actually got why we started using a boom pole um, and a boom mic is we we had a, just a crappy wireless kit. I mean, the number one reason I like doing it is you never have to hide it. <laughs> you know, hide hiding right labs. on the subject. Yeah, they can wear whatever. Yeah, it's always a problem if you have like a female subject and they're wearing some kind of dress and like that, where do you put the thing? So you don't have to worry about the look. 
um, if it shows on the lapel or anything. I, see, I was look, when I was doing the research about lav or boom, it's kind of audio quality wise, it's literally a personal preference. Half half the people in the world to say I like the sound of a lab better. Half the people say I like the sound of a boom better. So, I think for people that are looking into options, probably rent some gear first or borrow a mic rent. from a friend. It, yeah, I just knew that it would be more multi-purpose for us for film shooting to have yeah. a shotgun, which is why I kind of pulled the trigger on something that was just an industry standard. Uh, which is the AT897, uh, which is about, I think, a 12-year-old mic. It's not it's not like br- brand new technology, but people have been using it in broadcast in, in indie films for the longest time. Oh, yeah. So um, at least that's what other people uh, have said to me. And the thing's been great. I mean, definitely increased our audio quality from that dumb little wireless lab kit because um, it was that, dumb. Because it was dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, hey, you don't have to worry about Russell's rustling the rustling interference there's so much less issues with it it's just so dependable from from my aspect that if you can you probably should i mean my only situations that i would run into with where i would need a lav is something super where you can't have a boom up you know um so that was two points what was my third point that was only two yeah that was personal preference of audio quality and not having to hide oh no the, the actual lav itself I feel like you gave more than three. <laughs> My point is they both have their place in the yeah. world and that a lot of it just winds up being what you need to do with it and what you like the sound of better. I mean, some people even use both, right? Yes. Yeah. So for safety. Get, so you get Is that for safety get, or is that for it can be it can be both. Yeah, yeah. I've talked to people that that do like to mix um both together. You get the airy sound of the room with the boom mm-hmm. and you get the um more, the close up clear yeah. uh bass right on the chest. So so anyway, yeah, some interesting stuff about microphones, man. You can get, you can go on a whole day's binge of like learning about different kind of microphones and and how they uh, how they work, which is what I did like three days ago. <laughs> well, you're, I mean, I mean, you have a whole collection of microphones, and right now on the table, you have two sitting over there, and we're using two. But that comes <laughs> from, is that come from? You have a whole briefcase full of microphones. That comes from your background. <laughs> well, half of these are my dad's. Yeah, half is your dad. Well, that's or, the only reason I know like some of the industry standard mics like this. I'm 57 of the 58s because I've been playing with them since I was a kid. You know, and it's like they've always, I've always been around uh, live performance microphones and stuff like that. But I've just recently been getting into some of the uh, higher end broadcast stuff and. And, you know, learning about that. So, yeah, it's cool stuff. It's been good. Yeah. So, okay. Here's a, here's a question I'll throw out here because, um, at work, we have a client who is a psychiatrist who wants to start his own podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily asking for our help to get started. We basically, we came up with a package plan, which I pitched helium turtle. Oh, really? The helium turtle or, uh, until you make it podcast i basically pitched that as like as like the model of like yeah i'm on a podcast i do uh with my friend chris here's examples of of the of the stuff that we've done i would be able to do that to help you guys do the same kind of quality kind of mm-hmm. thing i was, I was going to ask you i was going to consult you and hey 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 chris what kind of microphone should i right get for these guys well, see, now i know now you know that's my question if you're going to start your own podcast now mm-hmm. now that we're Six episodes deep. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend someone get to start out with? Because mm-hmm. that was part of their thing. Is they thought they could. They think they could just do it from their cell phone, right? What would you recommend to get start out? So there's a million factors. I mean, at the end of the day, um, 
what you're what you're starting with is where are you going to do the podcast? Okay, yeah. We're in your kitchen right now, yes. right? We have reverb all over the goddamn. High ceilings, a lot of open space. I would never I go, do a podcast here. I go everywhere. Except for the fact that this was easy and we have pretty good mics. Now, see, hmm. here's where that microphone knowledge comes in. When you're doing, if you absolutely needed to, you probably could do a podcast in this room if you're using dynamic microphones. Okay. Because what, what we kind of talked about and what we learned about dynamic microphones, they reject so much environment that you can pull that off. The, the most advanced form, basically an industry standard version of a dynamic microphone is a microphone you might have heard of called the SM7B, which is what Joe Rogan uses on his show. Oh. Those kind of uh, square looking, things, yes. rectangle looking things. That's, that's a dynamic microphone. And it's one of the, it's one of the higher end ones. And it does just that. Um, when I was putting together the idea of doing this show, I knew I had to start with a room. You know, where are we going to do it? Once you get to the point of acoustic paneling, that's going to open up the floodgates of different you'd microphones have, that you can use. You'd have more possibilities. You have more more options, uh, more control. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, dynamic microphones are great for rejecting um, environment, but they're also not as tonally accurate. Okay. Um, they're warm. Uh, I mean, a lot of times they're warmer sounding because you have to get right up on them, you know? Condenser microphone is going to be more natural sounding and it's going to capture more of the intricacies of your voice. And this has been Chris's TED Talk on yeah. podcast. I love microphones, man. They're super, super interesting. You can go for hours. Just like, I have so much more to learn about, you know, about that. But um, you can do a podcast so low budget, man. I mean, I think some of the some of the Audio Technica mics I was looking at are like a hundred bucks a piece, you know. Yeah, and it's like the world is your oyster. Go anywhere. Yeah, the world is your clam. This is I a good like question. clams. Yeah, audio man. Do you want more water? Too much. Too much fruit. Do you juice? want more yeah, fruit if water? You, if you have more, yeah, fruit yeah, water, that'd be more. great. Thank you. Nice glasses, by the way. Where'd you, oh, did you get those? You. I got these from. I picked them out. IKEA, Target. Target, nice. Yeah. I'll tell you, glass isn't isn't too expensive. No, we found out that glasses, uh, plates and bowls. Yeah. Especially glasses. We've gotten some pretty cool glasses and they are cheap. Like really cheap. 10 bucks, you get a set. Yeah. 20 bucks, you get an even cooler set. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, like engraved? <laughs> I think these were 20. But you get four I mean, of these yeah, four. and four tall boys. Yeah, that's Eight great. Glasses. I'd I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh no, I was just gonna ask you about what it's like being at your own place. Um what's been here, what's been the most unexpected thing that you had to think about when it throughout this whole process? <laughs> uh a stud finder. A stud finder. <laughs> we just got one. Um, I realized there you go. I realized I can't put up the curtains because there's two different ways of putting them up. One with drilling a hole through the sheetrock and then inserting a, uh, I guess like something that the screw would then screw into. Um, it's called a. I don't know what that's called. I want to say it's called a mo- a molly screw. That's a different kind of screw, I think. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? I'm going to be really impressed if that's what it is. (laughs) Or I put the screw right into the wall because it's on a stud. 
Uh, and then I realized we don't have a stud finder. Well, you don't have a drill. <laughs> we have your drill. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Look at this. It it came up what I was looking for, but I don't think it's what I'm looking for. Oh. Name for a specialized screw fastener that would fasten objects to plaster in hollow walls. Oh, wait, no. You that, can attach it, it to drywall. That is, yeah, that, that is what With it is. no stud behind the drywall. Yep. That's what I have. Ha! It is a molly. Well, look at that. I know what the hell I'm talking about. Well, see, I was looking for, because um, I've seen them uh, like this a lot. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what, uh, the, the the picture it's giving me is is something closer to that. I don't know what that is. I think it's at the same kind of technology. It's like a skeleton of it. I don't know. the The hardest thing for us to get has been a trash can. What do you mean? For for whatever reason, Walmart sold out of trash cans. Sold That's out. Weird. Target. Target sold, sold out? out of trash cans. That's weird. Home goods sold out of trash cans. <laughs> The, the the third target we've been to or the second target we've been to finally had a trash can. That's the one that we have now That's that weird. we just got like two days ago. That's nice. For the first week, we had no trash can. <laughs> just a bag on the floor. I've had the same trash can in my room ever since I was a kid. <laughs> and it's it's like, it's metal. And it got to the point where the metal was so bent. If I like grazed my hand across it would cut my hand cutting your hand you're trying to, you're trying yeah, to take yeah, the garbage like, out and slicing it's you straight metal i don't know why it's just one of those little things you never get around to because it's yeah. a tiny little waste basket you know I mean, just just throwing crap into it what do you why do you need a new one and what are you gonna garbage gonna throw out the trash can? Gonna, the universe yeah. would probably collapse it doesn't make <laughs> where do i put it <laughs> How do I how do I let someone know that it's actually for trash? <laughs> that it actually they'll never they yeah. never yeah, the the garbage well, man will never take it. They'll keep bringing it back. Yeah, yeah, they'll keep bringing it back. I th- I'm pretty sure that's a George Carlin joke or something. Is it really? I, it sounds familiar. I can see it. Speaking of new apartment, yeah, um, I had just before we started recording tonight, I just came back from our neighbors house mm. which is our friend natalie we were working on a new movie that we uh try to get made <laughs> <laughs> do you want to talk about it is it wise to no. release details mike well no i think it's interesting i think what's cool about what we're trying to do is we're, so me and natalie are writing a movie and putting together a script based on an idea that you wrote down in an ideas document <laughs> so the way this script which i think is nine pages the way it it came about was from a one, basically a one paragraph or so idea uh, that you had. Actually, I believe it combines two different ideas. So let me, let me correct this because now I'm just remembering. I think it actually my idea that I wrote down in that document, which was like three sentences, was inspired by a social media post that Jackie made that I just happened to see. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I knew that. Did you not know? That? I don't know if I knew that. It's where the bathtub thing comes in. Oh, was she posing in a bathtub? Yeah. Oh. And I don't know why I immediately was like, what if there was like blood in that bathroom? <laughs> well, now there will be. <laughs> there will be blood. Uh, so for those who don't know, there's a ideas document that multiple people can and have contributed to. 
And there's a whole plethora of pages and pages of ideas. Some as simple as what Chris just said, a bathtub with blood. Yeah. I mean, this, it's not public. It's not. It's, oh, it's yes. mine. You, you, <laughs> you can't I, have it. I was trying to release it to the world. <laughs> For five ninety nine a month, you can subscribe and have access to the ideas doc. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think a lot of these ideas will resonate with people anyway, because a lot of them are really wacky. But. Uh, so what we're writing is just really neat that it comes from a social media post of the person who's going to be starring in it. This sounds so like millennial. <laughs> yeah. Based off does. a social media post, based off of a TikTok, <laughs> based off of a, a different TikTok. <laughs> based on an OnlyFans account that I subscribed to once. <laughs> once. <laughs> I mean, this year for us as like filmmakers has been weird. I mean, almost non-existent. Almost non-existent. Where the last movie we put out was last Christmas. Jesus. We've done nothing. Yeah, we did. I mean, we made the podcast. Yes, the podcast has been saving grace. Yeah, I mean, it from really all has because we started that in May. You, we, you, you start March. And then Corona yeah. hit and we wound up, I was like, well, I guess we're releasing every month, not every week. And we were just, you were just had the idea to like, oh, you want to have more content for the brand. Yeah. It wound up being our only. It wound up being our only content for the entire year. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. You you kind of feel robbed, right? In that you haven't been able to make stuff. But the good news is, you know, we're all going through that together. Yes. So it's kind of like you're not you're not falling behind as as much as you think. Well, you yeah, are no, it, yeah, and it's not only that. It's just like don't feel you don't have to feel bad because. Yeah, um from a personal perspective of like, I'm not doing enough, you know? Um, I, I guess it kind of is that, you know, falling behind in a way. You can't be like, oh, hey, it's Jackie. Oh, hey, it's my roommate. Oh, hey, it's it's Mike's roommate. My roommate slash <laughs> He's girlfriend. giving him such a look right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you have any, do you have any, uh, it's cold. I don't She's know. always cold. Yeah. Jackie, what's it like living with Mike? Yeah, you want to? You want? You sure you want to give her a voice on the show? <laughs> All right, he's giving. Her a voice. Oh. <laughs> All right, what's what's the best part about living with Mike? Wait, I changed my question. What's the worst part about? <laughs> I'm gassy. That is probably the worst part. Oh yeah, that would be me too. I'm I'm fairly gassy. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the worst of it. But it's he's not that gassy. bad. Does it ever smell? He makes a lot of noises in the morning. In the morning. Yeah, I don't know. Like I just what? feel like that's that's the time of day where I feel like he's just like I'm sneezes, sneezing, he's farting. farting. <laughs> <laughs> They're both saying this Honestly, in unison. Entertaining though. So I'm, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> it's entertaining. Well, that's good. All right, go away. What? <laughs> men are talking. <laughs> oh come on. Go ahead. Ask What's me. the worst part about living with Jackie? She, she wants me to poop with the door open. That cannot be real. I want to talk. She wants to talk. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> she doesn't like. She doesn't like when I close the door. What when are you I a poop. cat? <laughs> you need to be next to him at all times. I don't know about this. This is very joking. Informant, interesting information. Wait, 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 wait. I have an idea. I have a brilliant idea. This is going to solve all the all of your problems. What? They have those like 
twenty dollar intercom systems. Oh, oh put it by that so word. You put it next. To- <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell our guests who use the bathroom. <laughs> and then we, and then we, yeah, and then, and then, 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 then we dial in and talk to them <laughs> while they're in the bathroom. <laughs> Hey, you, I like it just for that, actually, yeah. yeah we, but I like putting I'm it in the get you one. just to mess with our guests. I'm going to get you one as a housewarming gift. It's <laughs> amazing, amazing. Or you could probably even put it between your apartment and Natalie's apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not bad. But it's right? only on our toilets. We only talk to Natalie when, when we're pooping. But she doesn't know that. I'm on the can. <laughs> oh, man. So when you're on the can, you talk to Natalie while she's working from home. <laughs> Natalie keeps you company. Yeah. It's like a poop. It's nat. like a re- <laughs> toilet gnat. Is this, going on the this is this is the content that people want, <laughs> Jackie. It's uh poop intercoms. Pooper com. Pooper com. <laughs> I'm on the poop com over and out. <laughs> this has potential. I like this. Pooper com. <laughs> that goes back to like the two way radio thing we were talking about. Wow, it all <laughs> and that's where we're going to end today's show. <laughs> we started talking about two-way radios and we ended talking about intercom systems. It's all connected. It's all the world. It's all connected. We're finally getting back into a rhythm or a groove of like normalcy yeah. a little bit. And well, things are starting to come back. Things are going back. Mean, but nobody knows what the fall is going to be like. That's what's going to that's the big question on everyone's mind, right? It's like well, yeah. with people going back to school and people... Gyms uh, are opening up next yeah. week. I, I wonder if we'll ever be able to go see a movie so in my, 2020. Um, it's funny. My sister, um, she works as a yeah, school teacher um, in Maryland. Young kids, you know, mm-hmm. uh, elementary school. And um, they're not supposed to go back until January in person, you know? Oh, so like... They're online. Oh, that's good. But e- for the entire fall and, and winter? Yeah. You know, of, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. For the entire fall and until January. That is hard to do online school for, for that young of an age. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 definitely a challenge. But, you know, beyond that, then um, she just texted me today. Uh, well, she texted the family group chat today. And she said, uh-oh, we might have to go in earlier than we thought. And we're like, what do you mean? And she was like, apparently, now I, I'm not sure if this is confirmed or not, but... She said um, the state is giving additional money to schools that open early. Oh, my God. You Right? <laughs> Everything's about money, man. I heard that and I was like, wait, they're literally, bribing? They're literally, <laughs> even if it is a bribe, they're it's, literally. It's, it's incentivizing like, in they're the incentivizing. very wrong way. They're, and then like the school accepts, that means they're prioritizing a little bit of extra money over the safety of the teachers yeah. and the children. I don't know, man. And the families. Yeah. The first thing that, that struck me is like, very weird. Have you seen all this stuff going on with the, uh, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't mean to get too political here or anything, but my buddy sent me a video of those, of these riots that happened the other night. Two people got shot and killed. Yeah. Well, oh, so, three people okay. got shot. So, people so my buddy sends me this video, right? I'm on call of duty. So <laughs> I'm like, kind of watching it in the background and um he's like wow this stuff is crazy man and it was some it was some just guy filming on his cell phone but it was pretty good he was you know it wasn't a shitty it was cell horizontal. phone horizontal it was good yeah it was horizontal that's how you know shit <laughs> that's how you know it's gonna be good right <laughs> as soon as you see a horizontal but you're like somebody is caring about this 
So anyway, I was kind of casually watching and, you know, one guy has like an assault rifle or something. But I look over later and I didn't catch this, but there's a graphic content warning at the beginning of the video. I mean, I don't really care about that, but it just happened to shock me that I looked over in this video and he's like right next to this guy. And this guy's arm is just like blown. Basically gone. Yeah. (laughs) And like you could see the bone. That's crazy. And he's like in, I mean, as one would be. Agony. Yeah saw that and literally like gasped out loud like holy shit i was like brett what the hell are you sending me <laughs> or no that's my buddy chris sent me that and i was like why are you telling me to watch this <laughs> it scared me yeah yeah that that was stuff, scary stuff happens man it's crazy scary. james and well, this, this podcast is going in a very strange direction but me and james we you know because we commute to hoboken every day and uh, right, you go into Hoboken, the city's right there. Yeah. Like the cityscape and everything. Every once in a while, it just dawns on me of like how much of a target New York is. I mean, you know, we, we were very little for 9-11, but if something like that were to ever happen again, it's like we're right there. <laughs> we're <laughs> right, right across right, right the river. There. And well, like if, if anything ever happened as far as like explosions go, I mean, they just did that thing, that explosion that happened in uh, whatchamacallit. And uh, 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 what was the city? It depends with the B. Yeah, I know. I forget. Pronounce, I feel bad that I don't remember the name, but I've saw, I saw the multiple videos. I don't feel bad. I just learned it. <laughs> okay. Oh, you just saw the videos? No, no, no. I mean, like... The name? I didn't know the name of the place oh, I didn't before know the that, so... Before that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, apparently if that happened in New York, oh my, it would have been... Wiped out Manhattan or something? Yeah. Yeah. Would have leveled. And to be across the river from that, I don't know what we would have gotten, but... Yeah. Shockers. Every once in a while, it just dawns on you that, like... Things could go bad in the blink of an eye, you know, and they have. So, yeah. So don't let politics hold you back. What are you trying to say? Don't <laughs> let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> Get out there. All right, do we're, it. Uh, we're we're off then. We're off that now. Do it. Do <laughs> do what? <laughs> you can do anything, kids. You can fly. You can fly. You can, fly. You can literally. You can literally fly, fly kids. I want you to go to the highway. <laughs> You go to the highest building you can find. Oh man, that is an obscure little reference to bring up. I love it. Keen Peel is so good, man. I love Keen Peel. How are they so consistently funny? I don't know. Isn't that interesting that they've managed to carve out in just a spot and be just very consistently relevant in the comedic world over it's like 10 years now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you date back to their uh, their Mad TV days. Right, the Mad TV stuff. I mean, even still, like the sketches and characters that they were producing on that show, and then just the even more sketches and characters they produced on the Key and Peele show, it's like the it's creativity like, is Yeah, it's like, where are they pulling this from? I, I heard somebody saying, I feel like it's so true, it's like they've never had anything that's like remotely close to another sketch. All their stuff is so out there, yet so... Um, so somehow relatable in some way to a lot of large number of people. They have such a unique blend of comedy. It's really interesting to watch them. And also uh, Jordan Peele is a great horror psychological movie director. Right. He's also a great director. Yeah. I mean, even they've even had some movies or at least one movie I know of that they did before. It was like Keanu. It was like a cat or something. It yeah. A, it was a comedy, action comedy movie. I didn't see it. I didn't see that either. It was like it was somewhere during Keen Peel. Right. Yeah, and then Get Out changed everything. And now Jordan's even like a producer on some other horror movies too. Yeah. He really hit a big with that, man. Yeah. Which apparently Get Out, I mean, he, he had that script apparently like years and years ago. Oh, really? He was trying to get that made. He was working on it for a long time. 
I feel like movie scripts, I mean, I'm sure it's more the case with short films, are kind of like, you know, you hear that story about uh, songwriters. I kind of have the story, too, of like sometimes things just come out of you and you, you just do it in a day. <laughs> and you're like, oh, this is great. Right. And other things you sit on for two, three, five years. A long time. And it's just interesting. I think that that applies to a lot of art forms. I mean, sometimes things just need, they just need time yeah. to develop. And you're not even actually actively working on the thing the whole time. Maybe it took six years yeah. to write the script, but you didn't actively write it for well, six see, years. Well, see, what's interesting is that this has been on my mind recently because I wrote a song a long time ago. And I remember it so clearly too. Is it's, It was one of those things where the first verse and the chorus came so easy to me. I wrote it in a day. And it was like right after I broke up with my ex-girlfriend. And um, it came just so naturally. And it's like almost my favorite thing I've ever written. Hmm. I've been working on that song, trying to finish it for two years. <laughs> the rest of it just... The rest of it, I can't come up with anything remotely as good as the first verse and the chorus. It just came out of you at the time. Yeah. And it, that it, song? It, it's a mental state. Yeah. It's like kind of, for me at least, I've, I found it's kind of... It's so weird how things are connect, connected to your emotions. I know for Jackie, when she's acting, there's there's a few things that she pulls from her personal life that like, if those things didn't happen to her, right. what else would be her fuel for those emotions? Yeah. I mean, we are what we've experienced, right? Yeah. So I think that's, that's just the purest uh, example of that. This microphone is really cool. You like the mic? It's really cool. It's very classy mic. When, when did the 57s come out? I like being really close to it. Yeah, it doesn't. It gives, it gives sounds you that cool. feeling, right? I know for a fact it's very old. I grabbed that from a drawer that I don't think my dad's touched in 10 years. Oh my God. <laughs> it doesn't, I don't smell the colonialness that Jackie was talking about. It might have wore off a little bit. If you take off the pop filter, you can kind of smell the, the metal in it. I smell it. Yeah, you smell it now. I smell it now. It's a good. Yeah, I, it's I, a good I smell mean, for me. It brings back good memories. Yeah. Like I said, I know what she's talking about that hits. <laughs> that hits different. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we really, we I really was trying to sell our client on like yeah because we do videos for him. We did a video recently, and it it went low key viral. Like it has almost thirty thousand views. The video organic 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 completely yeah. organic and like he only had as weird at high of it was like a topic that he actually now reigns oh he as like a, as a, a top rank yeah it's like emdr is like meaning emdr is electromagnetic like the, dynamic range <laughs> <laughs> for therapy <laughs> shock your kids <laughs> um, with the electromagnetic therapy and then all of a sudden, Wait, what is it though? I'll show you. Uh, why do you have to show? Why can't you just tell me? Because I don't really know what he does. <laughs> well, you made a video on it, didn't you? If I just type in EMD, what the hell? Did you type in ASMR by accident? I, I don't know. It gives a bunch of ads. He's the number two video. EMDR. 37,000 oh, views. You can watch it. What does it mean? The I video mean. is called Understanding EDMR. <laughs> I, I don't listen to the it's content. EMDR, you goof. Oh, EMDR. I don't listen to the content. I just... Well, the audio is horrible. I can tell you that already. horrible. Did you shoot this? Yeah. What did you use? One lav mic. No, the lav mic broke. So the lav mic on the doctor oh, the didn't work. So we couldn't oh, use the audio. Camera audio. Luckily, 
Oh no, yeah, well, it was camera audio from a, from a different no from a GH four because the GH five oh. was on the lav. GH five is so much better. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I, yeah, so it's 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 uh, in camera audio of the GH four. Oh no, <laughs> that makes me sad. Yeah, doesn't matter though because the video has a bunch of views. Top comment is he reminds me of Clark, Kent. <laughs> yeah. and then in parentheses Superman. Thanks, <laughs> you, I didn't know. You didn't that. know that. Well. Yeah. Dude's upper body just cured my PTSD. <laughs> mostly, it's mostly comments about the guy and his physical. <laughs> I mean, he does look kind of interesting. Yeah, he's got a nice fitting shirt. Who's the other guy who's interviewing? Uh, that's Doctor Lucas. That's our actual client, Con- that, Constantine Lucas. Is that Howie? He looks like Howie Mandel. Yeah, <laughs> they're the guys who want to do a podcast. Yeah, he's got a podcast voice. Actually, leads the brain to heal itself. So, for example, if we're processing a painful life event during a REM cycle, well, we're probably going to have a nightmare and we're probably going to wake up. We're going to go inside his dream. <laughs> that's what that's what EMDR stands for. Enter e- my dream, sir. No. No. EMDR. <laughs> right now. Enter my dream right now. That's what it stands for. Wait, no, it's, where's the R come from? EMDR. No, it's DR. It's EM in eat, DR. Eat my dream. What'd you say? Enter, Enter my, my dreams dream. right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's your phone. <laughs> um Yeah, I think everyone should do a podcast. It's fun. You know, I always I always kind of wanted to have um me and my buddy Dan. I was like, we should have like a radio show or something and just talk about like wacky stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I just think it's fun to have, have your own show. Right. Everyone yeah. should have their own show. Except don't. And this, it would be too crowded. Except what? Except don't. Be too, then you're, then you're going to oversaturate the market. Yeah. So don't do that. Don't, don't do a show on uh, movies or anything. Do it. <laughs> do a podcast when... Like 90% of podcasts. When podcasts aren't cool, then do a yeah. podcast. Well, what do you think is going to be... Here's an interesting question. So you know how... Podcasts have kind of taken off within like the last 10 years, right? And it, essentially all it is is a radio show, you know, with limited commercials whenever you want, right? Um, what's next? People have more time than ever where they're commuting, where they're doing something where they could be, you know, people are doing audiobooks. They're doing, you know, whatever it is, some kind of day and activity, but you can still acquire knowledge through that through audio so people have done been doing podcasts people are doing audiobooks you know i think it's a it's a fantastic thing but like what is there anything what what else can you do like well i guess it's kind of I, technology dependent now I think that, that's the only reason podcasts have really taken off too is because the technology is co-evolved with it you know everyone's right. got the iphones airpods you the, know you could just pop in you, you have know? the means to just same thing in filmmaking you have the means to just kind of do it yourself and you have you you can do it on your cell phone and the tools are so readily available to well i mean i mean just people listening too i'm talking from a consumer perspective consumer okay so i think you had a good point about you know podcasts and audiobooks have podcasts have kind of taken off because of people commuting now that people work from home and you don't have those long commutes if a lot of people are what is the next as i'm you know as a person who does work from home i no longer listen to podcasts I was listening to like the Film Riot podcast and other podcasts on my drive because I had an hour long drive. Yeah. Yes. Now I don't because I mean, I I could, I just haven't gotten into that, that routine or I haven't 
Yeah, I mean, well, well, you 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 were in a routine of driving. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. I didn't I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, yeah. So I guess I would I would need to consume something something quick because like working from home, you can take like a ten minute break or a fifteen minute break right. from whatever you're doing. Well, see, that's the um, that reminds me of these um, Quibi. I was just gonna say this episode is brought they, to you by Quibi. They've been targeting, yeah, except been, they failed miserably. Uh, yeah, I, I know nothing about no, they, it other than yeah. getting targeted with ads. And they mostly got failure to launch kind of thing well, and have died on arrival. You know, it's interesting. Yeah. Is it really? I have to look at, into yeah. that. I mean, that was the thing, short form, it was short form. made for mobile yes. uh, content. Um, one of their ads has something that is uh, actually on the ideas doc from a while ago, which is cinematic vertical video. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it's kind of an oxymoron in and of itself. As we right. talked about, cinematic is referring to old school cinema. So it's like, I wouldn't even call it that. Well, I mean, cinematic can just refer to I mean, you can, quality sure, can ref- lighting refer to the like, texture and the yeah. quality and the feeling you get from it, sure. But um, I, I still think it's, I don't know, it's something transformative. Mobile cinema. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, it's like, how do you do that? I had an idea a long time ago that was that um, that dynamic aspect ratio thing yes. that I always liked so much. I still think it's cool. And I was like, that's kind of what they're doing, but not really. I don't know. It's just interesting making. Do you do you even do you even like watching vertical stuff? Um, any chance I get, like, I love to turn any, my phone sideways. Right. So I always even make it a point, even if I'm watching a video on Reddit and the video is horizontal, but it's not. But I'm, I'm looking at, I'm scrolling Reddit vertically, and then the video, I, I play a video, I, I always intentionally click the full screen mode, right, right. and then turn my phone sideways and watch it. So I prefer the widescreen, and then, vid, like, I don't really watch too many videos that take up my entire vertical well, screen. Well, see, I wonder how much of this is going to be a generational thing, because when I watched all of those Quibi ads, I didn't like it. They're all ver- they're all vertical and it, yeah yeah because they take up your whole they take TikTok like aren't TikToks? it looks cool, but it made me uncomfortable and kind of claustrophobic. Like I wasn't seeing the whole thing, but that could just be I've gone on my whole life watching horizontal video, and I'm curious. It could be of people coming up that I mean, I mean, y- y- but aren't, aren't TV is still like horizontal, so it's like that's true. It's not like a that's that true. Would, to me, it wouldn't even make that much of a difference. But I wonder what kind of person is watching that and being like, oh, yeah, this looks great. I would definitely watch this. People who do, aren't TikToks vertical? Yeah. Well, you know, all that stuff was Can, fine. TikTok. That's probably the, that's probably the people, that Instagram, generation. pretty much. Or the generation right now who's growing up with TikTok. Right. Is probably finds that way more acceptable and pleasing than we do. That's the thing. It's acceptable. I don't know. To me, it's. Just, I think that's the word to describe it for me. It's claustrophobic. Yeah. Everything's just so squeezed together. It's weird. It's actually, it's making me uncomfortable thinking about it. <laughs> I'm not, I'm well, not you, even joking. It's weird. I mean, I feel the same way when I see <laughs> vertical yeah, I don't Instagram ads for a movie that like, oh, I, like I've seen the movie and I see the vertical Instagram ad and it's like, well, they're cutting so much right, off. This right, looks, This looks dumb. It's, it's like It looks so dumb. All yeah. I'm seeing is like their face. I'm not even seeing the whole scene. I don't know, man. I was just talking with my buddy. Um, did you watch the uh, the last season that they came out with of Samurai Jack? 
No. From Adult Swim. The season that they brought back. Sam? Yeah, yeah, the last season. Uh, yeah. Were you a fan of the originals? Or did yes. you ever watch the originals? Hi, uh, okay, so first of all, highly recommend, you know, it takes everything that was good about the show and turns it up to like 11. It was great. Really, really good story. But one thing that Samurai Jack has always done that really, that they really refined in the la- latest season was messing around with aspect ratios. And it's oh. like my favorite thing. Um, and right, right when I watched it is, I mean, it doesn't do it a lot of times, but a lot of times for the action scenes, it's always switching aspect ratios in creative ways, in standard ways, you know, they'll go to CinemaScope, mm-hmm. then, but not only will they do that, they'll go to like hyper CinemaScope, oh. they'll divide the screen in two, then three, then four. It breaks, you know, all the rules because it's kind of blending that cartoon, you know, almost comic booky style of like panels. Yeah. And like, it's doing all that kind of stuff. Um, when, when I see that, it's like, man, sometimes we all forget that like, there's, there's no actual rules. <laughs> there are no you know? rules. Yeah. And it's like, you, I feel like you get so comfortable doing like the stuff we do, the corporate stuff, you know, or, or we just get, we just throw everything in CinemaScope. It's like, you gotta remember once in a while, shake it up. And I feel like they did that like really well. Of just like, man, I forgot you could change the aspect <laughs> ratio. Change the like, ratio. But no, but like in the middle of a thing. Of a middle of a fight or something. It's like, who said you can't do that? No one. <laughs> no. And if it looks good, uh, it looks good. Do you think you can get away with doing that only because it's an animated cartoon? Or would that work? No, no, I don't think so. You could still. Especially, especially could, with the kind of content people are producing today. I mean, not only would that. I mean, sure, and it, traditionally, I don't. It wouldn't work, but if you shot for it, if you shot for it stylistically, yeah, I think that would work. I want. I definitely want to try and incorporate it into some stuff. Cheers! Ah, cheers! <laughs> we're all out of fruit water. I can't give you any more. Oh, fruit we're water. out of fruit water. Well, we'll have uh, to make more. Maybe next time, you bring the fruit, and I'll, I'll bring, bring the water. water. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone, to this very fruit-based episode of Until You Make It. My name's Chris. My name's Michael. <laughs> and we're cheersing again, apparently. <laughs> I don't know why. It <laughs> felt so natural. Empty to glasses. Have a fantastic day slash night slash... You could be listening in the morning. Yeah. Have a great morning. Anytime. You could be listening on the way to a funeral. I'm sorry for your That's loss. That's terrible. You want to just do like a bunch of different outros for like different situations? Yeah, but maybe you're but, on a plane, or you're definitely not on a plane. Actually, <laughs> no, you could have downloaded the episode. No, I'm saying there are no planes. Yes, there are. <laughs> there are no planes. <laughs> there are no planes. <laughs> My seagull noise came out. <laughs> for more content, check out Helium Turtle Studios on YouTube where we post our short films, video tutorials, and behind the scenes.